Hi, everybody. Well, this is our BBS show, Creation Lightship Healing, and today is Saturday, which means we are Saturday night live on the Lightship. And we'll clear the day today, which is 8-11. We got another 11 here, which is interesting. Next month is 9-11. So, anyway, let's uh, release the energy from today's 8-11 cording of the date to you and timelines, etc. So I'll count to 20 to release it. We'll see if that's enough to do it. 11 days are, are pretty uh, heavy a lot of times and, uh, you know, the 20th and 21st also. So here we go, releasing uh, 811. So 2018, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty. Yeah, it's still heavy. One, two, there we go. Got cleared up. So that's released. And next, we're going to energize the light beam or light beams on your monitor screen. So here we go. Bringing in peace energy to you. So stronger, 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 and stronger. Wonderful. And if you have an incident situation going on, something that crossed your path that you don't like, think of it now. And I'll release the timeline that uh, this is occurring on. So here we go. Releasing the timeline. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. I'll bring our co-host on. And tonight we have Susan. So, Susan, are you ready to go? Yeah, Ron, I'm here, ready to go. Hi, Ron, and hi, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Night Live on the Lightship with Ron Amatron. I'm so glad to be here uh, filling in. This is quite an honor because this is a very different show, and uh, what it is about tonight is about um, going to the Lightship, and Ron, uh, you'll be taking us to the Lightship, and uh, we'll be um, actually working with the uh, light ship uh, or the light being doctors, and they will work on one physical issue of our choice. So that's really cool. Um, so um, to prepare, uh, what we have to do is uh, write down one of our uh, physical healing requests. And, um, you know, to help the light beings, uh, what we want to do, um, because they're in the moment, uh, is to either uh, say our request out loud uh, every couple of minutes or pin it, uh, write down the request, the physical request, and maybe pin it to you or put it on next to you. Uh, did I say that right, Ron? Yep, that's perfect, yeah. I told a story once about uh, being in uh, San Francisco at the expo there. Uh, this is a really big building they had uh uh, many years ago, and I was taking people up to the light ship for healing, and a lady was in front of me, and I couldn't, uh, she was a, a, a another exhibitor, I think kind of behind us. So anyway, I took her up once, and that was fine. She wanted to come back for another session. Uh, I think she had three sessions. So anyway, uh, I think the last session, uh, she, had, she had her name tag on, which is what people normally have when they have a booth saying who they are, you know, their first name or something, and she went up uh, to the light ship, and I was telling her what I see them doing with her as far as procedures and things, what she requested. And uh, I looked at her blouse to, to, you know, to comment, you know, with her name and the little badge that was off her blouse. And I go, hmm. 
So after the session, which was 10 minutes, I brought her back. And lo and behold, it instantly popped onto her clothing again. So that's one of those interesting events, you know. Oh, my so, goodness. Anyway, yeah, yeah that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, wow. Was she um, on a different timeline, or was it... It was just one of those things. What? How do you explain well, well, something like that? It off. Yeah, on the light ship, oh. she probably had her. She probably had her blouse off, uh, uh, and oh. or they unpinned it, you know, because they're working uh-huh. with her. And so then they, uh, uh, you know, they didn't bother to uh, put it on as she's being back, being beamed up and down all those times, until you know the very end when they they reconnected that little badge onto her blouse and brought her down. So. Maybe you're bilocated, so maybe some of you out there had maybe a similar experience, where where you know something uh, uh, isn't there, then all of a sudden it appears, and that's what happens. So I guess yeah, the, I'd like to I'd like to hear about the those interesting experiences for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. uh, I guess we could start uh, maybe with some. Q&A, uh, possibly, Susan, of what, uh, any okay. questions you may have or what's... Uh... Yeah, sure, sure. Um, I just wanted to remind folks, in case somebody was new, um, you know, to learn more about Ron um, and the Lightship and Ron's 24-7 uh, uh, healings, please visit uh, uh, Creation Lightship. So it's www.creationlightship.com. So you have all the information you need there. Okay, um, yeah, let's do Q&A, Ron. That's, that's going to be fun. Um, so I have a few questions. Um, I want to know a little bit about what it's like to be in um, uh, true light. Let's say, um, what's it like to be on a planet of true light? For instance, let's say I was a, a lion, and uh, I know that um, everything is in the now. I would be enjoying that experience in the now, but would I also be able to say something like, uh, I'd like to now be a swan. So how does that work? I mean, is that really the way things work in um, a planet of light? Yeah, you, you, you actually uh, take your spirit energy and you use that to materialize a blueprint that is available on that planet. So the, the, the creator of the planet, we'll just use that term, uh, knows what type of life forms it would like to have. And so they could already be created there or may not be at all. And so you're a choice then to say, yes, I want to be a lion. And then you get the blueprint for a lion, energize it with your, uh, her lioness, energize it with your spirit energy. And now you're, you manifested that life form and you're inside of it and you're having that experience in the moment without any emotions. And then maybe you look over and you see, uh, you know, uh, a swan and you go, man, I, I want to be a swan. That looks like kind of, you know, fun. I'm not saying that you're judging the swan, but you're seeing the swan maybe on water and a lion really can swim, but it can't be, you know, on water and fly away. And you go, Hmm, I want to have that experience. So, you dematerialize the lion and get out the, I'll just use in, in human terms here, you get out the book of, of the manifested life forms for that planet, 
and you thumb through it until you find a swan that you like. Maybe they have different feathers, colors, etc. And you find one, you up, oh, that's the blueprint. Put your spirit energy into it, and all of a sudden, voila, now you're inside of a swan. And that's kind of the way it works. And you can be there as long as you wish. And, uh, you know, it's your choice on what you're using or choosing to do. The only difference from being here and there is that there's nothing on the planets of light that actually eat other types of uh, uh, animals, we'll say. So everything is in, you know, harmony with each other. So nothing actually gets destroyed in the process. So trees are not aging. Uh, the trees are created at a maybe a given age, we'll say. Uh, let's just say that a tree uh, gets its full beauty, we'll say, at 10 years with all of its leaves on it. And so that's manifested like that. So you're going to see everything in perfection uh, there. I, I could take everybody to a, a planet of light right now. That might be kind of interesting. Uh, this will be kind of part of the uh, lightship experience. So I'll just take us up right now. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. And we're on the light ship and we're going into a room that has different planets of light. And there's, you know, uh, lots of them. I guess lots is, is, is a word that's uh, kind of underestimated there. So here's one here. And we're going to go over to that planet. And we're there now. And this one happens to have like a rainforest uh, energy. A lot of ferns, a lot of water. Uh, this actually has an underground city under 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 the water. Uh, so we'll go into that if you wish. And so you notice that you're breathing perfectly fine underwater, and you're walking with no resistance. Uh, somehow this is the way uh, uh, it was manifested, and. Uh, uh, you're just checking out uh, different life forms, different plants, and the way it looks now. And uh, you may see some fish in the water also. And we'll leave this location and go up to the surface. And uh, there's some large birds there. Uh, large meaning they're probably uh, 100 foot or so wingspan. And they have their nest. So we're all kind of having our own nest. And the nest is probably looks like about eight foot wide. So we're in this wonderful nest, and uh, uh, hopefully the bird won't come back and think that we're invading its nest, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that stuff happens, you know. Like, who's in my nest here, you know? Uh, you... Oh. So anyway, we're there, and it's very cool. And uh, uh, now we're going down. Uh, sliding down the uh, large tree, it's actually like a fern that it is, and we're, we're smelling the nice fresh air that's there. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's some really large ants, so we could put one foot on each ant if you'd like, and they'll be like skateboarding sort of, and they're walking side by side <laughs> and kind of doggling back and forth, and the ants are giving us a ride. So <laughs> if you notice that everything is... Uh, is uh, very copacetic. Everything is, is in harmony. Uh, there's some snails there. You can probably see them. Uh, you know, these are about a four-foot diameter snail, and they're on the side of the plants, just hanging out. And uh, uh, there's some birds, hummingbirds. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess we could probably come back here. I could go on and on and on, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll just uh, 
we'll come back. So we're coming back down here, and uh, first take a deep breath, and you can you can have the oxygen that's on this planet here, and it's a very nice. It's body compatible for you, and that's why we picked this one. So great. Take a couple deep breaths, and we're coming back, and we're here now. Okay, Susan, turn it back over wow. to you. Wow, that was really fun. Thank you. Yeah, that was like a like having a mini vacation. That's like no other vacation I've ever had. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I, I want to know, um, you know, I like to watch movies, and uh, sometimes I get uh, a little bit teary-eyed at certain scenes. Uh, let's say, for instance, like a, like a character, like let's say the characters, um, they have to part ways, right? And uh, sometimes they get teary-eyed. So what does that, Ron, what does that say about me? Does that reflect something that I, is, is there a gift in that, uh, in this experience of being moved by that particular scene? Okay, so what I hear you saying is, is like a separation, a couple separating. Is that sort of yes. what it's about? Okay. Yeah. So uh, what that would mean is uh, uh, possibly uh, with, with inside of you from your ancestors, remember everything that you're dealing with is your ancestors' stuff. So inside of you, you could have a uh, abandonment issue. Uh, you could have betrayal. Uh, you could have loss of a loved one. You know, where because the scene that you're seeing here is they're, they're being separated, and, and and it may not show the lives after that. You know, of the two people, maybe just one person. Well, let's just say that that one person uh, uh, goes off and gets remarried, and you never see him again, and you're you're kind of yearning for that person, but he'll never come back to you. So it's sort of like the abandonment issue, I would think. Uh, you know, there could be betrayal. It could be. Uh, uh, even maybe a, sac- a, a, a self-sacrifice issue, possibly. So that, that's what I would say would be is something like that. And then, and then wow. that could also maybe carry over uh, into like maybe your physical life here, possibly. And that would, you know, have you maybe have the trait of not getting too close to people. You know, I'm not saying you you have this, but this is what could happen since the question is here, and, and you. You maybe you come eighty percent into a relationship or or with friends, but you're afraid they're going to take off on you, and so you don't get too close, and that's for your own protection. So that could be a possibility there. I'm not going to have you answer mm-hmm. that if that's you or not, but that's as a question that that's what could happen in this lifetime. Hmm. Yeah, that's or, or really be, interesting. Even, yeah, or, or it could even be uh, being really uh, uh, headstrong, possibly having a lot of energy that's exerted in one direction and uh, maybe not being able to maybe look at small details because the small details could have more of that reaction energy of abandonment or something. So so the teary-eyed would be that typically. That's what I would uh, you know say. So back to you, Susan. Okay, great. Thank you so much for that. Um... Okay, can we talk about light beings? Um, is a light being also a human? Oh boy. Uh, okay, that's very. Uh, the light being energy needs to have a, a, a form to come into. So, uh, 
stating that, yes, a light being would be in a human form, yes. Uh, and that's normally uh, uh, happens at birth. And then you have the Immaculate Conception energy come in to clean out the body so that you could hold uh, an additional uh, high-intensity high spirit energy, we'll just call it, uh, compared to other people. Uh, so, so the so the light beings, the light beings on the light ship, uh, are there? I guess you have your light being doctors, like the ones that are going to work on us this evening. And then, are there light beings that are not doctors, but um, can potentially be doctors if they want to? Yeah, that is correct. Uh huh. Okay. So, so, um, uh, so my my actual my actual role on the light ship was to uh, train uh, uh, doctors to go out and and you know where there's uh, situations going on to help uh, fix uh, and doctor we'll say and and not all of that is with uh, uh, people of light. So uh, I would say for myself. Uh, Looking back, we'll say, which is a little difficult, but I would say I probably have worked on uh, 60% uh, energies created by the light and 40% of pure darkness energies because anything that needs assistance, we'll help them. And it doesn't matter if we're in battle with them or or what else. Uh, they may not have the technology uh, that we have on the light ship for helping them. Oh, interesting, interesting. So do the light beings, the staff on the light ship, do they stay there? Um, are they staying there for the duration of the Ascension um, project, or do they get a chance to go to other light, light planets? Can they, go, can they go on R&R or go off the ship? Oh, okay, the ones that leave the ship are created to do so. Uh, the other ones are there just to, uh, uh, in a sense, do the duties of of what needs to be done on the light ship. So I'm trying to make it very simple here. Uh, you have to have special uh, energetic codes in order to leave the light ship to go into uh, a different arena. And you're actually, uh, in a sense, self-contained uh, as, as a whole unit. So you're really not drawing energy off of the planet, we'll say, uh, to sustain your life, where a human would need that. So when you come in into a human body, the human body has been altered, and you don't need to necessarily ground to the planet, we'll say, or to run planet energy through you uh, to be here. Wow. That's why I I can bilocate uh, continuously. To the light ship, but when I do the healings that I do and the, like tonight going to the light ship, we're automatically bilocating at the rate that I'm bilocating, and we're going all up and back together, up and down, up and down, up and down at the exact oh, so same go, time. Oh, we go with you at the same time. So can you That's see right. us? Can you see how many uh, people come up there with you? Yeah, I, I could see that if I wanted to. I don't normally... Uh, look that much. Uh, uh, I dampen probably uh, nine to nine percent of my senses. Uh, oh, I can really look at and see 
because it's not needed. It'd be just be coming flooded in, and, and I won't say getting any distraction, but I just want to stay focused on what we're doing and being in the present moment. Interesting. That's very interesting. So, so in a sense, I have 99% of my psychic abilities, uh, uh, I won't say completely turned off, but uh, in my daily life, uh, they're, they're still activated. If something happens or I need to know something, instantly it's alerted of whatever I need to look at. But uh, typically, I don't have anything that I look at all the time trying to, you know, look at something. It's not needed. And and do you also do that to just keep the energy inside and not, like, alert uh, the darkness or, you know, aliens and things like that? You know, you don't want them. Are you more invisible to them when you dampen down? Yeah, I would say that would be probably a, a correct statement, yes. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um in fact, so, I have had psychic readers uh, look at me, and they, they didn't see anything, so they couldn't believe what I was talking about because they're used to getting emotions, uh, reading somebody, you know, and to use that emotion to judge whether they're real or not. So that's uh, uh, so that, that's just the way it is for me. So I guess I'd be invisible. Uh and, You're and, invisible and also, to the reader. You're invisible also yeah, to the reader. Yes, I would say that would be correct. That's a correct statement, yeah. And then it depends what light being would like to come in and share my body, just like the time of Jesus. There was many light beings coming into one physical body, and uh, each one had a particular task to do, and my role was doing the energetic healings uh, on people, slash physical healings. So uh, what also happens is that sometimes uh, it hasn't happened too recently, but I can remember a few BBS shows when the males would come in. And I I try to run more female energy, uh, you know, to communicate to people. And there's been a few BBS shows uh, maybe three, four years ago or so, and the males would come in and the room would get electrified. And they would kind of like, uh, uh, in a sense, scold people listening because the, the questions to them were so stupid. Uh, and they, they, the people weren't getting it, you know. Uh-huh. And so they, they would come in and be uh, right a matter of fact to the point and uh, be very sharp. And so that's sort of the way my life used to be until I had to come out to do this. And I said, man, I can't. Uh, be a male in, in a physical body uh, that's male with the light being males because they're just too intense. Uh, the energy, uh, you know, is is so strong. So I said I gotta have the females come in so I could uh, communicate uh, with people. So that's, because uh, it would be I'm a little bit right. more. With- They'd be a little bit more softer or a little bit more gentle? Yeah, softer, more compassionate. Uh, I, uh, I could bring in a male here. I could bring in my, myself as a male. Let me, let me see if I can do that for you. Okay. Uh, 
it'll take me about a minute here, so I'll get some of the females out. So right now I have eight females in me, and what they're doing How many? is just living the eight, eight. Oh my God! So these eight females are are uh, scanning, uh, just say my my vocabulary database, okay, to communicate. Because in the moment you don't have all this stuff. I don't have any real memories. They go back a little ways, but not uh, maybe a few days. And then I have a, uh, I guess you could call it a long term memory that I don't even use, but they can look at that. So okay, first female out, second out, third, fourth, fifth. Six, seven, eight. Okay, now bring the males in. And I have to have three males come in. One, two, three, and one more. That That's it. Th- three's in. Good. Okay. So now we'll see how the show goes with the males here. So go ahead, Susan. We'll see what uh, you'd like to bring up to talk about. You notice my speech patterns. Right now I'm doing like one word at a time. So it's a little different than the females. Okay, go ahead, Susan. Okay, well, let's see. Um, let's see. Let's talk about um, the um, the self. Okay, so um, is there a higher self? No. There, there's uh, just your spirit energy. Everything is in one frequency. If you were to divide yourself out, you would not be able to have full... Uh, energy with yourself here, and you need all the energy to manifest. So by diluting yourself, if you could do this if you chose to. If you took on the belief system that there's 10 different energies outside of yourself, the energy that you're using could be divided into 10 different energies, but source energy doesn't do that. It's all or nothing. So we have... a an all or nothing, with which what you mean is we have a spirit and we should just rely on that and just, and, and not, not uh, have any other beliefs because otherwise we'd be, like you say, diluting ourselves, um, yes, disempowering is, ourselves. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm working to clear my densities by doing the clearings um, on the Creation Light Chip. Um, I guess I, I was, I'm curious to know what the signs or the clues are um, that I'm getting closer to, let's say, 100% uh, of being in my body or being cleared. Uh I would suggest it would be that you are not thinking as much and that you feel a internal strength inside of you. That's great. I love that answer. That's wonderful. Um, so, Ron, I think I'm supposed to do some announcements um, regarding, you know, what's coming up um, on, on the calendar for the Creation Lightship. So would it be now a good time because it's um, half past the hour? Yes, that would be fine. Okay. So um, let's see. Mark your calendars, everyone, for uh, August 18th, uh, which is the removal of death trauma from past lives. 
So that's 18 August. That sounds very interesting, Ron. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, this is an attachment, we'll say, that is brought on or connected to your spirit. And it, it's uh, what's happening is that the dark side has your spirit incarnations into a physical body, and it knows when those were. So we're going back into the dark side energy because each time a person dies, their body is typically in trauma, pain, anxiety, and fear of death. And we're going into the darkness energy and finding that energy that they have collected off of your spirit going back into past incarnations. And that energy they collect and dump it onto your spirit upon the physical body, you know, before it starts to uh, maybe fully decay, not decay, uh, 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 pass away. And so your spirit, maybe within a week, will start to uh, have the experience of the body dying. So let's just say that you had 100 past lives. So the dark side has 100 past lives of you of the death that it took off of your spirit before they sent the spirit out to be reincarnated. And so in this lifetime, they would put onto your spirit these 100 death energies before the body died. And maybe we'll say it happens within a week. So right away, your spirit's completely traumatized, and it doesn't know who and what it is. And it's very susceptible to have uh, one of their, uh, uh, lack of words here, I'll use the word joker energies, the false light, portraying some uh, religious deity to come, whatever you believed in, and it's like a good buddy to your spirit, and it's there to help it. So it will coax it toward itself and take it off into the darkness because your spirit is completely uh, traumatized by these 100 deaths that it now thinks it's its own uh, energy system, energy uh, uh, from the past, its belief system, its uh, life that it has led. In this lifetime. So this will be taken off of your spirit. We're going back into the darkness and taking away these energies. And uh, your spirit now can uh, be freer and it won't have these energetic uh, cordings, connectors put on it uh, where they can do this to your spirit. Very interesting. That's... uh, best way I can describe this. Oh, okay. Is this process also going to help uh, us retrieve any of our spirit back? Is that also possible? Uh, I would say typically not, but it could be possible. It's not designed for that. It's to release the trauma. Okay. 
Okay. Um, okay, um, I'm definitely going to mark my calendar for that. And the next one we have, or the next one you have, uh, is August 25th. It's called Century Clearing Call. That's 25 of August. So that's also very interesting. Century Clearing Call. What is that about, Ron? That clearing is to release you from... Uh, very large charges of density of emotions uh, throughout uh, different lifetimes throughout your incarnations here. And these uh, larger, uh, more potent emotional energies uh, is in your body already, and they could be activated. So by going back through the centuries, the timelines of your body living here, and there could be some time, some some of the timelines in a certain time frame uh, that you are not uh, reincarnated, and that's perfectly fine. But uh, the yeah. ones that are, these highly charged energies are taken away and dissolved, neutralized, and that also gets neutralized in you. So all of a gotcha. sudden... If you have something that is uh, uh, bothering you under, under you know, kind of like a stealth uh, uh, energetic uh, trigger and you know it's there and you're kind of getting afraid of something because normally these emotions bring in fear, uh, that could be discharged and your body could feel it coming on. And then all of a sudden you get it released and maybe... Uh, your body could get looser. Maybe it's getting very tense. Uh, maybe you saw something happening to it uh, five years uh, in the future. And so it's tensing up for this event, and it gets taken away, and your body relaxes. And maybe even you start looking younger because of the stress being taken away from you. That's what the clearing does, just like a whole lifetime emotional clearing, but it goes back into your past incarnations. And this, this works more with your genetic line of your ancestors and also you. Fantastic. Wow. What a gift. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for that call. Um, that's going to be August 25th. I'll be there. And uh, let's see. Uh, and we'll have the seven-hour healing intensive uh, conference calls. They are going to be um, August 12th. Uh, we have one tomorrow. Um, you have one on the 19th, and you have one on the 26th, okay? And um, oh, and today was the uh, the monthly three-hour Ascension call, which is really terrific. Thank you, Ron, for that call today. Um, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I'm going to drink all of my water. I have it all ready to go. And uh, so uh, about the water, I do, want, I do have a question about that. I know you say that we can put a little bit of that water in our bathtub, and we'll have uh, some healing effect, um, and, and, and that's wonderful. But I was wondering, since it's summertime, um, and we have a little pool out back, I'm wondering if, <laughs> could I put a little, could I put water in my pool and then swim around in the, in the pool and, 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 and get heal, healing? Would it, have a, would it affect the water? The pool, I'm saying. Yes, it should have enough light coat to energize the pool, yes. How much how much water do I need to put in there? Now, this is not a very big pool. It's just a little pool. Uh, it's a very old one. 
So it's, it's, it's you know it's just really to get cool. But yeah, how much Probably, water uh, do you think? Uh, I would say uh, maybe half of a cup of uh, water could try. You could try that. Okay. All right. I'm trying that tomorrow for sure. Definitely. All right. So uh, can I, can we go back to Q and A? Yes. Okay. So we'll do Q and A for a little bit. Um, then you know because um, you know so we have a few more minutes to go to go before we we're um, before you take us to the light ship. Um, so um, uh, sometimes you know. I, I go to, you know, I, I, I sometimes I get bruises, you know, like I will, you know, walk around in an office or something like this and I'll bang on a chair or something like this. And um, I, I believe that when I, you know, when I hit myself and I get a bruise, is that enough for the, my spirit to leave, leave my body? Um, I, I don't know how much of an impact would I, would, would um, does my body need for my spirit to leave? Does that make sense? <laughs> uh, a pain impact it would leave and and uh, come back to see if the pain is sustainable. If, if it continuously has pain, uh, like a cut, it will probably be out of your body. A jolt uh, it may come and go a few times. Remember, it's it's coming and going at the speed of light and at some uh, uh, level of the intensity of the pain, it will come back and be with you. So uh, another way of stating it, it could be gone maybe for uh, 15 seconds, uh, maybe in a five-minute time. Okay, so it'll just, just briefly leave and come back quickly, like speed of light. Yeah. And... and Okay, so um, yeah, that's very interesting. I, I was just interested in knowing how much of a jarring would it take to get my spirit to leave. But you answered that. Thank you. Um, okay, and also, what happens to our spirit um, whenever we do things to alter our mind? Like if we have a, a some wine or a cigarette or or or, or drugs, it could be pharmaceuticals, that sort of thing. What does it do to our spirit? The spirit needs to communicate to you on some on some level of consciousness that would be conscious to you. Uh, you may not be listening, but it is communicating some way, somehow, through uh, showing you something. Maybe using your ears, using your eyes, uh, you know, your, your touch. Uh, so some way it's trying to communicate to you through uh, daily life. When you take something that uh, closes down or cuts down that sensitivity, uh, then your spirit has no choice but to leave because it needs not to take on the contamination that you're taking on. It doesn't want to be uh, corrupted, so it leaves. Plus, it cannot communicate with you, so it, it leaves because of that also. Oh, okay. That's that's interesting. Yes, yes. Um, and, and 
so if we are, let's say, we're watching the news, which is kind of traumatic these days, um, do you suggest that perhaps we shouldn't watch news at all? Or maybe can we look at it just to see what's going on? Um, how do we gauge that just to have an idea of what's going on, but not uh, not injure ourselves or hurt our spirit? Uh, again, it would depend on on the density that you're resonating with inside of you. So okay. you, what you, uh, remember on the planet of light, you don't have any emotions. You don't have any sense of right or wrong or judgment. So that's where you want to, to be. So you need to work your way out of the judgment of what you're looking at. So it does not okay, attach well, itself to you. Okay. And um, let me ask a question, one more question about the, the light beings on Creation Lightship. Do the light beings hear our show? Uh, typically not. But if they wanted to, they could. Uh, but the show deals with vocabulary, which deals with judgment, so they would not understand, uh, what, what was being stated down here. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Okay. So I guess that would be a good segue, uh, for us to go to the Creation Lightship and for all the listeners to write down their one physical... Uh, healing request because the light beings uh, need your help and they are because they're in the moment. Okay? So it's now 1045, Ron. So back to you. I need to get the females in here to do this here. So I'm taking away the three males. So one, two, and three. And bringing the females in. So one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay, so we'll go to the light ship, everybody. And this only works live on this BBS radio show. If you're listening to an archive, you'll feel peace energy. So you can bring up your animal, pets, flower, tree, garden, plants. And here we go. And think of your one particular healing request. So we're going up right now. You're going to be bilocated, and the energy around your body and your surroundings will feel a little different to you as you're going to be out of time, and things will not connect to you when you're out of time. So you're actually in source energy. Here we go, going up, one, two, three, four, five. And the first room that we're in is uh, the hot tub room. I'm seeing uh, a lot of gold energy. Uh, next, I'm seeing like a bird room. I see a lot of feathers around. Uh, so the birds are here. So request your healing on either one of these here. And then I'll just turn it over to you, Susan, for a request here. 
Oh, okay. I have several room requests. I mean, I, I wrote down a list. Yes. Um, fireflies, fireflies uh, room. Okay, here we go. Fireflies, so request your healing. And you want to say it out loud if you possibly can. And some people continuously say uh, what they want. Uh, some people may do it every 15 seconds or so. Remember, each time, uh, uh, we'll just say every time a second goes by, it's a new light being that you're dealing with, okay? Because they're out of time. So let's just kind of use that as an analogy. So each time you say your request, you're dealing with uh, many light beings and they're helping you. But they won't continue to help you because uh, unless you're requesting. And you can be in many rooms at one time doing the same request. So here we go, going up to the Firefly room. So one, two, three, four, and five. Okay, next room, uh, Susan. True Planet of Light room. Okay, here we go. So one, two, three, four, and five. And now you're there. Great. Okay, next and room. the unicorn, white unicorn. White unicorns, okay. Going there, so stronger, 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 and stronger. Okay. Rainbow forest room. Okay, rainbow forest. Here we go. So one, two, three, four, and five. That feels pretty nice. Okay. A bald eagle. Bald eagle room. So stronger, 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 and stronger. If you notice, uh, if you have anything going on inside of you, you might feel energy being released from you as the bird does like psychic surgery on you and pulls out stuff. So you might actually uh, see that possibly. So back to you. Yeah, I have a little bit of vibration here. Um, thank you. Um, okay, detox uh, with purple gel in hot tub. Okay, here we go. Purple gel hot tub room. Stronger, 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 stronger. Okay. Who do two okay, more rooms about- if you like? How many? Okay. Uh, how about the butterfly? Let's do butterfly room. Okay. Butterflies. Here we go. One, two, three, four, and five. And we can also write on them if you wish. So for a flight. So we get the larger ones to come. And here we go. And their wings are like velvet. They feel very nice. Okay. There we are. Bless your healing. And one more room. Um, okay, um, let's do a flower room, a whole room full of flowers. Okay, so it's your choice of what type of flowers, everybody. So here we go. Going to the flower room. So one, two, three, four, and five. There we go. And uh, request your 
own particular healing now that you'd like to have. So stronger, 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 and stronger. And now we'll come back from the light ship. So I'll count to five. You're going to feel yourself uh, kind of being like a little floaty right now, maybe less less weight. And you're going to feel yourself come back, maybe feeling maybe five pounds heavier. So here we go, coming back down. So one, two, three, four, and five. Okie doke. Now you should have a little more awareness of your room. And uh, some of it takes a little while for the co-host to uh, come back here. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of light when you do this program. This is quite interesting. Okay. Um, Yeah, um, this is a very special show. I'm very honored to uh, be part of it. Thank you very much. Um, And uh, thank you for answering all those wonderful questions and and the healings were great. Thank you for that, too, Ron. should we continue with a little bit more Q&A, or is there something that you would like to uh, discuss? Well, we could do that. the Q&A. Uh, that, that's fine. We could probably go, uh, you know, a maximum of 10 minutes, so we'll see what you have there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, goodness. Um, let's see. I was wondering about... Oh, so many things um, about the Earth. Um, we have, uh, on this planet, we have a lot of, uh, you know, natural disasters, but uh, I don't think they're natural. <laughs> they're really, um, uh, it's something else. Um, can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the, the the tornadoes and the hurricanes and all kinds of things that we have on this planet? Is that... Uh, can you tell us why we have them here? Well, uh, a lot of those could be alien wars, and you're getting the fallback and the energy from them, uh, especially you know storms that are that are happening. So you, you're actually seeing an alien battle. Uh, it could also be uh, uh, different governments doing the weather manipulation, uh, and then you you have. Uh, uh, people's energies being used to do prayers, and that goes up into uh, or, or rituals, same thing, uh, demonic rituals and things. It's all the same crap uh, because you're putting energy outside of yourself and the aliens are grabbing it. And so from there, they could be using your energy for uh, taking things off planet also. Remember, they need to have kind of your spark of light in order to do something with. So the more you go outside of yourself, uh, looking, searching, and projecting your energy into rituals and and different things uh, uh, to try to connect yourself more to, you know, the divine energy, it's, uh, you're, you're giving your, your life force away. And that can be used by the aliens because you're giving it up freely. And they can take that and do whatever they want with it. So you're giving them permission to steal energy from you by doing so. And you don't know what they're going to do with it. And it could also be brought back to you and harm you. 
I was so noticing my yeah, I was noticing uh, uh, my pet uh, when when um, she sleeps, she uh, sometimes jerks, you know, and uh, I, I I often wonder if that's an attack, if she's being attacked. Yeah, typically that would be what I would say. Yes, it would be an attack energy. Yes. And how do I how do I help her? How do I protect her? I mean, I can do I know what to do for myself. Would I do something similar for for the pet? How do I handle that? Yeah, and you could even put a uh, you know something over over above the top of the cat. You can't lay a blanket on it, but get some of that silver foil and put it around the cat. Uh, you know, maybe a couple of feet around it, and that might uh, possibly prevent the uh, attack energies from uh, going onto the cat. So it has to be above. It has to be above. It can't be underneath, like on the in the bed or anything like that. Uh, it could be un- under the bed, maybe. Uh, if the cat, you know, likes it, cats are very uh, sensitive. So. Yeah, yeah. Do do all animals get attacked? Like if I had a bird, like a bird or or or, or a turtle, do they all get attacked? Uh, uh, boy, I would say possibly not as much, uh, because the cat is your cat and it's connected to your energy field, then it's an extension of you. So it could be attacked. Uh, a bird or a turtle, uh, may be more on its own energy system. So, you know, although, you know, if you had a large parrot, you know, and it's with you all the time, then it would be part of your energy system. But maybe a parakeet might not be, uh, or a finch or something like that, because they're uh, kind of, you know, doing their own thing. So uh, that's about the way I could answer that. But definitely dogs and cats would be connected Uh to your energy system. If they belong to me. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. All right. So, um, is it all right to find out about my past life through a healer or hypnosis? Uh, well, the first thing is going to bring up that timeline and connect it to you right now. As soon as you find out about that, your whole life of that uh, on that timeline or that life existence is now going to be yours to experience. And I don't think that would be a very wise thing to do. Because now okay, you're running so that life and this life and all uh-huh. the energetic cordings. Is it, is it, it, there's really no benefit uh, to that because you don't need to know what you have done in the past and, uh, you know, I don't see any, any major benefit. You can just do a clearing online to clear it. And you don't have to know anything, and it'll be very successful and clear out the energies more than you would have by one incident, by having somebody tell you something. And what if it isn't true, and you go into that timeline of what the person mm-hmm. is telling you? Now you're more involved with something that you don't even know anything about. 
Yes, yes. And also there's better ways of finding out what you need to focus on. Uh, I think that uh, if things repeat in our lives, then we definitely need to clear it. Or if we get uh, triggered watching a movie, as we talked about before, that means we need to do a little clearing there. So we can just be more gentle and just watch will be watch um, what comes up, you know, without having to, you know, go outside ourselves and ask a healer and that sort of thing. Yes. Great. Okay, so wonderful. Um, and let's see. Um, uh, can I? What can I bring in? Divine energy. Yourself, you mean, by asking for it? Yeah, can I say, so maybe there's a difference between, um, okay, so, like, I have a Merkaba, for instance, okay, and sometimes I stand before the Merkaba, and I, it's like, I'm recharging, it feels like I'm recharging, but sometimes I also say, uh, spirit, I, talk, I say, spirit energy, come back to me, you know, I say that over and over. Is that a benefit? Do you think that am I doing something or or not? Uh, normally, the Merkaba is, is for your body energy. It can work, you know, with your spirit, but just walking in front of it will automatically charge you. So okay. it's not necessarily using mind energy to communicate with you. You might be saying the words to allow your body to receive. Okay, so you could just say, you know, you know, you could ask your body to receive the energy for the Merkaba, and, and that would be fine. But the Merkaba does not have that consciousness of human communication. Oh, okay. So I'm just triggering myself to be more susceptible to the energy. The the yeah. Okay, I think I understand. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, wonderful. So, um, anything? So, let me see. It's, you know what? It's uh, two minutes after 11 East Coast time. What is the schedule for our show? Oh, yeah, we could uh, close down any time here. So, we're we're good. Okay, we're good, we're good. And this was fun, Ron. Thank you for um, inviting me. I really had a lot of fun doing this. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so um, I, I really don't have any more questions, so I'm going to, you know, going to send it back over to you, and maybe we can do the mind-to-heart drop. Okay, sounds good. So okay, here you wonderful. go, everybody. We'll do the mind-to-heart drop, so... You just say out loud, I now command my spirit to take the thoughts in my head, drop them into my heart, and make me real. And to facilitate all of this, we need to count from 10 to 1 backwards three times out loud. So 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, everybody, there we go. So blessings. Have a wonderful evening, and definitely thank you, Susan, for filling in here. That's a wonderful show, 
And thank you, listeners, and we'll see you later, everybody. Blessings. Good evening.